Revolution from your bed, episode 9. Welcome guys and happy new year. It's basically a season that has been ended so fast, but let's keep on rolling this one because I'm getting really the most heartfelt, amazing, heartwarming comments from you guys. People write me stuff like, this is the reason I'm listening to podcasts or I'm rethinking my entire way of life or you really inspired me and, and guys I don't think you understand how important it is to me that my bad experience in life led me to actually help other people so a big shout out and thank you I want to talk about dreams today and to tell a bit about my own story about dreaming of becoming a doctor and how does this dream led me actually to be more sick but how does or how did not making this dream come true actually made my life much more successful or actually led me to accomplish other things that I would have never accomplished if I were to go to medical school and make my dream come true. I think that dreams are critical and important and I think that we should try and strive to make our dreams come true but we need to understand first what exactly is a dream and what is the difference between a dream and an aspiration or more precisely what is the difference between a dream and a goal many people I think are confused about it because you ask someone what is your dream and he tells you I want to be a lawyer but when you strip it down a bit and you ask him 10 more questions about being a lawyer Many of those people who dreamt of being a lawyer or a fireman or a doctor or a baker or whatever, they never really experienced in this line of job. And actually, they're kind of confusing a fantasy of how do they see their lifestyle or a goal, which is what do they want to achieve using this dream. For instance, I want to be a lawyer because I want to help Uh, fix injustices in human rights or uh, the environment and so on but can you only achieve it by being a lawyer i think not i think that you can have probably 10 or maybe 20 other professions or paths in life that you can achieve the same thing so i want to go a bit deeper into it and to tell you how much confused i was because i thought i'm going to be a doctor when i was younger that was my dream But it wasn't my only dream. When people ask me what was your dream, and maybe it took me my entire life until now to actually realize it, but I already know quite early on what I wanted to be or what I wanted to do or how did I want to use the amazing time granted to me on this planet and do good for other people, for myself, for my family, for the planet, for the environment and so on. I wanted to be someone who has enough tools to help people. I really like medicine and healthcare, so for me it was obvious it's going to be that path. But I wanted to have enough biological and medical knowledge so I can help people in need. I wanted to talk to people. I remember I volunteered to work in a local radio station when I was 15 and I actually founded the high school radio station and even the middle school radio station in the school because it's funny that I'm doing podcast only now but I always liked radio, I always liked media, I always liked communication and filmmaking and so on and I wanted to talk to people. 
I realized kind of early on that although I was very insecure about it, I was quite good at public speaking and I could convey a message quite well and maybe convey my ideas. So I wanted to do this, I wanted to have this knowledge. I thought that the thing that interested me the most academically was biology and I was really good at biology in high school and I thought, would it be cool if I could choose and again, listen to what I said now, if I could choose what to do, I would go and be a paramedic and do it as a part-time job because I can save life and have those tools to help other people. I will have a degree in biology because I think it's fascinating. I will have my own radio show because back then we didn't have podcasts. I will have my own radio show and we didn't have YouTube. And so, and maybe even do something regarding teaching or training others. And I want to write a book one day. And I was like 15 when I had already established those thoughts. And I think that I let myself later on in life be bombarded by prejudgment and judgment and just misconceptions thrown to you or deflected to you by other people that basically they are deflected their fear on you so your parents want you to have a job that is constant and will make you independence and they care about you of course so they usually will tell you something like no being an artist is cool but of course you need to go and study engineering because you need to provide yourself so you have a family type of judgment you have a friend's type of judgment that may be even the worst because some of your friends are just too afraid to move their butts and do something about their lives so they will probably say yeah but you know you shouldn't do that or you should do that and this judgment is divided into two jealousy and the other type is kind of laziness slash ignorance You can tell them, guys, like, I don't want to go to college. I found this amazing online training program that can teach me, I don't know, like social media management and I want to manage social media. And they will probably tell you something like, yes, but you know, you have to do a degree and online training is not good because they have ignorance about it and they have prejudgment. And the worst type that friends can do to you, of course, as I mentioned before, is to be jealous. And I've seen a lot of group of friends that on the outside, they claim to be like, I met your mom or friends or this other Hollywoody group of friends forever. But internally, it's all based on attachment and conditioning and jealousy. And actually, I myself was with a group of friends that individually, they're a great bunch of people, but together as a group, when I was much younger and I was influenced, I don't think it was that healthy for me. And it took me years to actually be strong enough and do something about it and actually find my own path. This judgment regarding our dreams when we first articulate them is so critical because imagine now you're on a first date with somebody and you are going to your friend's group and you tell them about this person. If they say something negative about this person immediately, you are maybe in a problem because a lot of people are not strong enough to withstand these winds and a lot of people are actually going to maybe break up with this person. So when you are so vulnerable about your dream and so fragile and you are articulating the dream, it's very, very sensitive. It's very, very time sensitive and emotionally sensitive. And when I was in this crucial period, I had a couple of friends who were like my big brothers. They were older than me in a few years. And I don't regret a lot of things in life, but I should have listened to them because they told me, listen, you will be an amazing doctor, but actually... What you always say 
about your entrepreneurship and idea to fix healthcare and you love biology and you love, you love emergency medicine and you love to talk to people, why don't you go and do the real paramedic training that you wanted to? And then like you can always do a biology degree in the Open University, you can work on your book, you can do media stuff, everything I actually wanted. But then other voices silenced those voices and I was so, so naive back then that I wasn't connected enough to myself to say, hey, being a doctor is probably one of the most noble thing you can do. But maybe, just maybe, even though it was my dream and it's part of my story that I tell everywhere, maybe I wasn't ready. Maybe the decision wasn't that final because you're so young, you're like 18 or 20, and you need to make this life-altering decision that will actually make your entire life path and shape it forever. So this dream of mine to become a doctor, when I go really, really deep into it, it was combined a lot of things I perceived as what it's like to be a doctor. And we are all captured in this Grey's Anatomy fantasy. Or in my age, it was in other shows like ER or older ones, but this Grey's Anatomy phenomena that made so many people want to become doctors and so many hearts to be broken because eventually, guys, being a doctor is not even remotely close to what you see in Grey's Anatomy. I shadowed a doctor for two days before I was supposed to start my own medical school, and I was leaving the hospital every day with such heavy-hearted feeling that I actually was really second thinking everything. I had doubts about my choice. And then I said, wow, but when I'm in an ambulance, like volunteering as a medic, I feel so accomplished. But on the other hand, there's so much more I can do. And the so much more you think you can do, you say, oh, what's more than this? And more than this is millions of options that you can choose. But in this patriarchic kind of prejudgmental world like people will tell you ah if you really want to make it and have prestige you should be a doctor and today i realize that paramedics save lives on daily basis physician assistants and nurse practitioners are saving life on daily basis nurses save lives on daily basis firefighters save lives and there's so many other amazing medical professions that i could have chosen like i could have gotten to so many other directions but this idea that i had of medicine this dream i thought i have was basically a mix between a dream and a goal my goal was to help people was to empower people was to make people more hopeful Yes, back then I was very into emergency medicine and first aid, so really saving lives was something amazing for me. But I've been volunteering for a few years now, too, probably too sick to go back and, and volunteer because I don't want to put my teammates at risk. But this feeling of helping another person, that's what I was looking for, to replicate it. And because nobody took the volunteering that serious in terms of profession, I had to go and kind of let go of my goals and my goals to empower people and my goals to help people. There are dozens of ways to achieve that. And I chose the most convenient way that I had because some of my friends went to medical school. I was surrounded with people who wants to go to medical school. And yes, we have stupid judgment. People said, oh, being a nurse is much inferior than being a doctor. Today, I know that, like, I would have gone and studied nursing in a heartbeat. I admire nurses. Like, they were the only people who actually treated me like a human when I was sick. Like, they're the actually 
the actual patient carer. So why? Because we are letting judgment affect. Again, I had a goal, I had a mission, and the dream was basically a fantasy. Something you pick from TV, you pick from Hollywood, you pick from books, you pick from things you hear, but this is not exactly your dream. And I think that the, the way to actually know what is your real dream is first of all to distill your actual goals. And there's a lot of cool workshop materials on it online. There is the amazing Dream Academy by a dear, dear, dear friend of mine called Marsha Weiner. She's amazing and she made her career helping people achieve their dreams. And I'm, I'm not saying that Marsha is wrong. I think Marsha helped 10 times more people than I probably will, will ever have. But I think that the dreams and the goals are something that we need to pay attention to. And some people say it's okay to call your goals dreams. I'm just here to share with my experience because my experience was the feeling of a bubble being burst in such a way that when I couldn't go to medical school because I got sick, the effect of not making my dream come true was so crucial that in the first two years, I've been basically done nothing but laying in bed and wallowing about my condition and why didn't I go to medical school? And instead of trying to get better, I tried to somehow go back to medical school. Maybe, you know, yeah, let's find a cure so fast so I can go back to medical school instead of doing this root canal of a work internally and externally, bodily, physically, and mentally, self-developing-wise and bodily-wise. Guys, if you are feeling so sick you cannot get out of bed, Holding on to your dream is not what will help you. But if you set some goal ahead, and if you set milestones that you can easily follow, I think it's much more realistically. And again, I'm not trying to shatter anybody's dreams. In my case, this attachment I had, this conditioning that I cannot be a happy human without having a stethoscope around my neck, I think it's one of the main things that got me into bed in the first place. I've created an attachment. I've created such a strong bind in my head and I don't think you understand how strong our minds are. I've created this bond that says, Roy, if you're not a doctor by the age of 28, you're never going to be happy and nothing going to fix this void in your heart because you must be a doctor. But when you go deeper and ask yourself, why do you must be a doctor? Why do you must be a doctor, lawyer or, or other things that you think you must be? You need to think deep and really careful about what does this dream even means. Is it your parents' dream? Is it your friend's dream? Is it your dream? What is a dream? And if your dream is looking more like a fantasy, you imagine yourself being all glorious, walking there, whatever you're doing, like in Hollywood, it is, is not the case. Most professions are very mundane and based on your daily, daily performance. And the way to become happy doing what you love is actually doing what you love. This is not any fantasy related. This is not something that you will be happy to change in a, in a heartbeat. You know, you studied medicine for seven years, you did internship, you did residency, and then you wake up one morning and say, this is not what I want to do. I only know a handful of people that actually gave up on this crazy journey that they've been through. The earlier, the better. And I think that if we sit and meditate and contemplate and journal and write and start putting our dreams on paper, 
just write and write until we don't have anything to write anymore about what is our dream. I'm sure that you can extract from this mess what is actually a dream and what are your goals. Your goals are everything you want to achieve in life. Your dream is some sort of a fantasy that helps you give you fuel and push you toward it. But eventually, the goals, the means, the plans you make, this is your journey. And when you get to the end of the road, and I've spoken to a lot of people who made my dream come true, when they took the Hippocrates oath, I thought and I told all my friends when I was 20, I'm going to cry there like a baby because I've made my dream come true. But actual doctors tell me, hey, you worked so hard, you studied so hard. This is another milestone. And that's how I feel. I had this tiny dream of speaking at a TEDx conference. And when I did, it was 2,000 people almost in the crowd. And it was an amazing moment, but it's just another milestone. It's just another thing you do in your path. There is no end point in which you said, oh, I've reached my dream and now what? I'm facing a huge void and it's happened to a lot of people. They wanted to do something like I want to study in Harvard and then they reach Harvard and say, oh, but this is not uh, like in the Gilmore Girls when you see one of those Ivy League universities and everything is perfect and everything is lovely. You have to work hard and wake up every morning and rip your butt off to make it happen. And a lot of people I'm talking to about it say that eventually if you just dream one thing, make a fantasy out of it and you don't have long-term girls and you don't have missions in life, you don't have a set of core values that I really want you to write about too in this mess, you're going to be very, very sad when this little part of your life is over, this dream, and then now what? And this now what moment can be a huge crisis for people. I'm not saying you should avoid crises and bad feelings, but I do say that knowing what is your path, why are you doing what you're doing? What is your why? How do you see yourself achieve it? What are your core values? And where do you see yourself in five years or 10 years? This kind of work interviews, stupidity questions that some people make fun of. These are actually very important because, you know, it's more important for me to, to ask somebody I want to work with, like, not, not even how do you see yourself or where do you see yourself in five years, but what do you see yourself doing when you wake up in the morning in five years, every day of your life? And most people don't even know how to answer this. And for me, I know exactly how to tell you now or in two years or in five years, why, what do I want to do? I know I want to have my life look in a certain way. I want to be independent. I want to manage my own charities and businesses. I want to do something regarding media that I can help people. I want to empower patients. That's why I established the patient school and other projects. I still want to do life-saving stuff. That's why I have this charity called Project Heart. But my daily life, I'm not looking at myself going with a stethoscope like a movie star because my friends who are doctors, they can barely open their eyes after 20-something hour shift in the hospital. This is far, far fetched from Grey's Anatomy or any other TV show, guys. Life is not Netflix. We can choose what we want to play, but this is not a one-way stream. We have a lot of choices and we actually have to make the action to make it happen. So if you ask me what was my greater motivator in life, my answer would be maybe funny for you, but my answer to you would be the fact that I didn't make my dream come true. This is my number one inspiration. This is my number one push every day when I wake up in the morning. I'm not a doctor. 
but I can do 10 times more influence on people in terms of quantity and also quality in my case because I'm not regretting anything. I had to choose another path. One path took me to another path. One path was blocked or obscured because of an illness, but going back to the same path, it's great for some people, but not for all of them. My greater insider in life, maybe, is the fact that I didn't make my dream come true. And I can still stay in the realm of healthcare and medicine, empowering patients, empowering doctors, mentoring medical students, working with nurses, and this is amazing. But also, not only patients and healthcare providers, I can talk to everyone because the freedom I've been granted not to only be a doctor, but also to be some sort of a media personality now I have the literal stage that I can do a lot more than what I could have done before. So my dream maybe is not coming true in this sense, but my goals are definitely. And in this final note, I want you to remember that dreams are an amazing tool that serves our lives and during evolution will probably one of the greatest things that pushed us forward. But if you let your dream to become fantasies and you don't do something about them, so the mixture between your dreams and your goals becomes some sort of a blob and eventually you can procrastinate for years. And we all know these people who have this dream, but they're still doing the same thing, still the same job, still stuck in their life. And those people who are more practical are running ahead. I don't want you to choose a role here. I just want you to think what is good for you, what are your core values, what are the goals you want to achieve, what is the end result of this dream that you have in mind. Write it, develop it, make your own story, write your own story. And I promise you that your dream and fantasy has a lot more because, you know, even if you say something, I want to start a hospital in the third world, and then what? Every time you talk about your dream or fantasy, ask yourself and then what and this and then what is what will require you to be mindful to engage in never-ending self-development and learning and the total strive to become better person to yourself to your surrounding to your environment and having a set of core values is the way to achieve it please comment please send me your thought about this matter i would love to hear about your dreams and your goals And I will see you in the next week. Have a happy new year. And I wish us all health, prosperity, and dreams that will come through. But dreams that are not only the end point, but only the beginning. See you soon.